three, two, one, go. everybody to the tried of the force podcast a podcast from three puerto rican friends coming together to do deep dives into star wars and other nerd related media this is season three episode 19 and we would like to dedicate this episode to my niece marina she was just born on july 14th stealing her old mother's birthday <laughs> oh my god yes yeah. marina. Yep. Um, equal first... parts equal parts the best luck and the worst luck because that's yeah. nothing more beautiful than to you know share your <laughs> birthday with your child I guess but also that means no more birthdays for you nope mm. <laughs> um but you know she's the first baby in the family so we're all very excited and she sounds like Grogu which is great and it's super cute oh, and no. we love her <laughs> she's super cute um you have to buy but... her like the ears so you know just do I, she fulfills so much, the role completely there's so much stuff for babies this is gonna be crazy I mean obviously we're all Star Wars fans we're gonna try our best that she becomes a Star Wars fan as well. And, you know, we were just talking about this amongst ourselves and we decided that we've never really talked about the children of Star Wars. And, you know, mm -hmm. some bad shit happens to the kids in Star Wars. Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. we know. But especially with a lot of the newer media, we've been getting a lot of like children characters who are kind of role models in their own right. And it's been, it's been really amazing to see. And as much as, you know, we think Star Wars is all about us and we want to own it and everything, but Star Wars has always been about the children. So I think, mm -hmm. especially these generations now that get to grow up with so much Star Wars. I mean, when I was a kid, we only had the three original films. That was it. I mean, the prequels yep. didn't even come out until I was in college. So I can't imagine being a kid now and having access to so much right. different Star Wars and so many characters that are closer to you. Like I can't imagine when Marina can actually see, you know, young Leia. Mm -hmm, and see her running mm -hmm. around and you know and you have all these role models now that are so great and i don't we live in exciting times so i think yeah it's, it's something cool to talk about and terrible yet exciting times <laughs> we forget about the if we forget yeah. about the real world and everything that's going yeah. on with everything and just focus on media yeah. we live in a pretty cool time for media uh, everything yeah. else well, kind let's, of let's, let's not yeah. talk about that uh, but I think you're totally right. I mean, before we get into before we get into that, now I'm mm -hmm. wondering like, what's gonna be the process of indoctrination? You're gonna be obviously the cool aunt, <laughs> so it is it is your your job to teach the things that the parents will not be teaching. So basically, the fun teaching. Mm -hmm. uh, so when it's time to introduce this new child, uh, this uh, Grogu, so to speak, into the mm -hmm. world of Star Wars. <laughs> What, how do you feel should be the best way to introduce them to Star Wars, especially now that there's so many different avenues, right, to start? Yeah. Because back in back in my day and your day and most day, like our days, yeah. right, it was only the original trilogy. That's it. Or maybe the Ewok films. Th those were there. I did watch them. Uh, but now there's so many introductory points to start uh, fandom, and especially as a kid that you don't necessarily need to start with the Skywalker saga. And maybe that's not the right point yeah. to start as a as a kid right as a youngling mm -hmm. as a padawan to start the journey just journey into star wars so what do you mm -hmm. think would be the best approach for marina to start uh, her star wars journey now that we have a different context a different point of view so <laughs> a different point of view i think for kids definitely all the animated series now i think would be the best entry point because you know 
they would probably already be into cartoons by then. It's a little harder to get interested mm -hmm. in, you know, the the live action stuff, especially when there's not a lot of kids running around. So, I mean, except for maybe Mandalorian, then you have like Grogu to distract you, you mm -hmm. know, and and now with um, Obi-Wan and young Leia that, but then, you know, she'd have to be like around 10 or something, I think to start getting it more, but the cartoons, which are amazing, even if you don't, especially like Clone Wars, which is a little bit more adult, Mm -hmm. you can still get a lot that it doesn't matter if it's over their head it's still beautiful and fun and you get introduced to these characters and then obviously after Clone Wars just so you know you go kind of in order but Rebels is a little bit even more kid-friendly even though there are a lot mm -hmm. of adult themes again but it's you know it, it is about a found family and you know Ezra and Sabine are you know young characters growing up uh, mm -hmm. in one of the few actually stable families you know, in Star Wars. <laughs> well, yeah, they're, yeah. A, they're a stable yeah. family. The, yeah, 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 they are mm -hmm. for the most part. Yeah. I mean, not, not not most families are out there waging a yeah. civil war against other people. But as in terms of their internal dynamics, yeah, it's as pretty stable as a family gets in Star Wars, I guess. Yeah, and we lose the dad because, you know, all Star Wars dads die. Because Star Wars <laughs> families have to be tragic. And we'll get to that. Yeah. But I think there's a lot really good. I haven't seen Star Wars Resistance, but I felt that that one's even more kid-friendly for the younger mm -hmm. generation. So I think there's a lot of fun stuff out there. And obviously, I think the the toys are a good entryway as well because there's mm -hmm. so much stuff now, especially there's so much fun Lego stuff. And then kids can start mm -hmm. with Legos really young. And then you can start in with the other Legos things, just throwing some Star Wars. Here, fall in love with Star Wars. Go. Love it. But that's the, that's <laughs> the cool thing about Legos, yeah. though. Yeah, you get them for them, but then you're like, okay, no, no, I'll yeah. help you, I'll help you, and then you just—it's really for you at oh, the end yeah. of the day. Right. So that's the advantage of Lego. It's kind of like, yeah, it's a, a gift for kids, but not really. And lightsabers are obviously an awesome gift because then you can oh, yeah. teach them of the ways of Order sixty six and not to mess, <laughs> no. not to mess with with an adult. Right. Oh, terrible! That, that is not the message we want. No, the bad parenting. Well, well, you're not the parent, though. That's so true, true. true. But and no, to that I point, don't think... neither was Anakin. So yeah. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, but I'm true. pretty it's sure true. that yeah, the massacre of younglings is not the best way to introduce children into Star Wars. That uh, is true. Yeah, it's interesting. Right. It's interesting could, because could, could, we could can make the argument that it is the best way because they create empathy for their like. Their other jungling friends at school and, and accepting and then stops bullying from doing you can equate like bullies are like anakin killing junglings you have to stop them and oh, it also teaches yeah. them the reality of life life sucks That's sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that, the that mentor that you look up to is going to murder you sometimes yeah. sometimes uh, with a lightsaber yeah. in a very yeah. few cases uh but yeah. it's it's interesting the though, original star wars kid Little baby Annie is gonna murder everybody eventually. Just little baby <laughs> know Annie. that that's gonna we'll, happen. We'll, we'll get to him. <laughs> no, but it, it's really it's really interesting, especially now that we're reframing, right? How to use a star, how to access Star Wars, right? And mm -hmm. how, what entry point for Star Wars is, especially when we look at it from like okay, like a, a young child, right? Because now we're always looking at it like oh well, we're adults and we engage with Star Wars yeah. as adults, but we yeah. forget how we kind of came about it and like what things we we're interested in 
when we were children and what things really appealed to us as children. So it's always kind of nice to kind of pump the brakes sometimes and be like, well, I want a Darth Vader horror movie. Oh, yeah. and I want like a R-rated Star Wars. I, not, I, I don't, but you know, but kind of get caught up in these like, oh, how much mm -hmm. adult can Star Wars get? And it's really, well, Star Wars was never, I mean, George Lucas has said this since the beginning, right? Star Wars was never really for adults. It's escapism and it's for children. Childlike uh, wonder. They were PG films. <laughs> Yeah. And to kind of kind of humble ourselves and see Star Wars in that perspective and see who it's actually made for kind of makes it fun again because you don't have to take it seriously all the time. <laughs> Dang, there's nothing wrong with taking it seriously, but uh, but also relax and be like, hey, this is weird. We're not the target audience. It's it's Marina in a couple of years, and <laughs> you know, and hopefully your other nephew. If when they come along, uh, yeah. I don't know their name yet, but uh, when they come along <laughs> around September, right? Uh, yep, September. So there we go. Oh, it's uh, a, a twofer. <laughs> yeah. Ish. Uh, <laughs> in, in se separate arenas, separate arenas. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's that's cool. That's cool. Well, Mazel Tov, like a, a beautiful, beautiful baby girl. I hope that the parents start uh, getting used to not sleeping. And also, you know, Get that Disney Plus subscription renewed because they're gonna they're gonna be using it. <laughs> oh yeah, so much. I just feel stuff. bad. I just feel bad. I know I I keep I keep uh, uh, digressing from the main topic, but now I feel mm -hmm. bad for like this kid because this kid, all like MCU for example. Now if they want to start watching, like they can't just watch Avengers ten whenever it comes out. It's they have to lot. like go back and watch <laughs> yeah. seventeen thousand shows and twenty seven movies and like just to be able to understand whatever the hell's going on it's like it's not it's that's the disadvantage i think of the mcu is that you have to have a lot of baggage you have to be on the train <laughs> for a long time to be able to understand so like kids nowadays have it hard because they have a lot of catching up to do with all of these interconnected uh, multimedia platform storytelling uh, that the that all of these companies are giving us uh, which to that point i think that's one of the accessible parts of star wars technically like you can watch all of these things you can watch mando on its own yeah. you can watch the yeah. original trilogy on its own sequel like e even all the trilogies you can even watch them independently yeah. you right? can kind of the start books. wherever you want yeah yeah so mm -hmm. in that sense i think star wars has done a good job at not being too reliant on the interconnected universe to be able to mm -hmm. function it's pretty it's pretty independent in that way so that's why it's the best fandom except for the fans star wars <laughs> is the best fandom uh -huh. <laughs> And I'm not talking about the good ones. You guys know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> there are some good ones. No, 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 But uh, now uh -huh. I'm curious, like, what, uh -huh. as, a, as kids, what what brought you to Star Wars? What what was like? When I was a well, kid. Well, Nani, Nani, you were already pretty, like, uh, uh, you were already a teenager, right? When you saw them, were you, like, that's, younger? That's a kid. That's a kid. No, no, no. Well, I true, saw... true. But, you, but you're still... You're still fig. You're still you're you have a personality you're when you're, you're a figuring teenager. life out. You're still yeah, but I well, saw I'm them. still figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, but 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 you're learning that you have to figure life out. You, you're you're just aware that you have to figure life out. <laughs> true, true, true. Um, but I did I did watch the originals as a kid, yeah. and I didn't get to see the I didn't even get to see them in the theaters until they did the re-release with the remastered. But I was already in like fifth grade by then, so I was already a fan. You know, it's just it's something else. 
of course I was a kid. And then they came out when I was in college, but I'm still a kid now. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's the important part, maintaining hmm. our youthful spirit and uh, keeping that but, but, but that, that's, within that's, us alive. That's what I want, like, do you remember well, as a kid, what, what, what was like, wow. Star oh, uh, the Ewoks. Come on. Oh, when you're no. a kid, it's all about the Ewoks. I will admit that that was my favorite Star Wars movie growing up. Yeah. Uh, Return of the Jedi was the film that I had on my grand. Like I had the yeah. VHSs, right, of all the of all the original trilogy. And since I always went to my grandparents' house on Saturdays, I would always keep a VHS there just because I didn't have cable. So like, yeah. I would watch all the you know all the reruns, Gilligan's Island, all that stuff. People. Exactly. But like after watching all the reruns in the morning, like I would do my Star Wars. And I would always watch Return of the Jedi. I guess it was like the most fun. It has the most pew pew and like all yeah, the, the, it's all about the, it's the, the space battle and space battles and Ewoks. And as a kid, it's like, oh, my God, it blows yeah. your mind. But then the substitution happened in, in, in 2000, because in 2000, the VHS for the Phantom Menace came out. <laughs> and that was just my go to Star Wars movie after the fact. Like it was like Return of the Jedi. And then the Phantom Menace was my favorite Star Wars movie. And I. And the answer to that is obvious. It's two things. It was like the, the Naboo Starfighter. I remember yeah. when I saw that. I'm yeah. just like, this is awesome. Like, that I loved most, it. Still the most beautiful. Yeah. Like, and obviously, my boy, Darth <laughs> Maul, when he whips out the... Oh, yeah. Bam, the double bam, lightsaber. Bam, the double bladed lightsaber at that oh, fight. Yeah. I was like, oh, Lord. I was like, move what over, Neo. This? Move over the yeah. Matrix. Like, this mm -hmm. is it. Eh. This is so, it. Yeah, it was, like, it was all that... Uh, it was a, the wonder, right? The spectacle of like these things that I never knew existed until like I saw. It's just like wow, there's cool things out there. It's like there's dignity and nobility and mythology as well, that we all subconsciously create, but like wrapped in this shiny sci-fi package and just makes yeah. it fresh and invigorating. I mean, I'm putting words to things that I didn't know, right? Uh, that I felt back then, but it's the yeah. It bubbled yeah. me up. Then that's why, and that's why I'm a staunch defender of Episode One. People say it's the worst of the prequel trilogy, but I completely disagree. That I think it's the best a, one too. Actually. Has a special place in my heart. Like that movie really rocked my world. It, it was, it was, it was an, a, an 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 event. But what about you, Mo? What about you? You, Nanny and I went on these diatribes. But what yeah. about? You? <laughs> uh, uh, well, to me, like I just remember. Like I've always have after watching them with playing with my like siblings and to us it was like like trying to do like the force like we will try to worship oh, yeah. each other and it was like oh we could feel it and like <laughs> like trying to move things like it was like like to us it was always like that the force like to me like the force was the and mm -hmm. lights lightsabers like obviously lightsabers yeah, like lightsabers. <clears throat> well, well up to this day after after seeing Obi Wan. Why can't I say lightsabers again? So lightsabers, even they a flashlight. Even you get cooler. a flashlight. It's like mm. yeah, <laughs> you feel like you can, I don't care how old you are. If the lights go out in your in your house or your apartment, you find your you find a, a flashlight in your apartment. You turn it on for you're a minute. You'll do the boom. Mm -hmm. You're gonna do the sound. You're gonna be like, mm -hmm. you're gonna do it, and it's like oh shit, I have to look for whatever I forgot I was looking for in the dark. <laughs> it doesn't matter how old you are. Just like if you're going to the grocery store and you see the sliding doors, you will do, you will do that. You will do it. Even if it's like a little subtle, like, a, you know, so no one sees you, you will use the force to open the sliding door. Guilty, uh. guilty. 
I read that. I, I read that Ewan McGregor does it. So if he does it, it's we cool. can do it. It's cool. I mean, I mean, Ewan McGregor has to do it. That's just like, yeah. And it yeah. probably actually does work for him. So and probably, well, yes, it does work for him in, in very multiple ways. <laughs> in multiple ways. But speaking, <laughs> speaking of uh, this is a, this is a long way to start our introduction to the Children of the Force, right? Because I think it's very poignant, right, that we're not only dedicating. Uh, this show to, to your new niece, uh, to Marina, uh, but also talking about Rebels and Phantom Menace, specifically to start talking about the, the youths, as they would say, my yeah. cousin Vinny, right? Uh, all the all the young the young people, the babies of Star Wars, uh, the younglings. And uh, we can't really talk about any of the younglings. We can't talk about Grogu. We can't talk mm -hmm. about little Leia. We can't talk about anybody without talking about the original <laughs> baby. Oh, gee. With, which is little Annie, little yeah, orphan yep. Annie. Well, he wasn't an orphan in episode one, uh, but without talking about Anakin <laughs> Skywalker and his uh, baby appearance in The Phantom Menace, which as controversial as it was, kind of springboarded the whole child being found by someone and taken in as family trope. That I mean, that's not a trope that Star Wars invented, obviously, but something that like it's being done a lot in Star Wars media, Uh, today so why don't we talk about uh, a little Anakin a little bit uh, Annie, why don't we start with you since you were the resident uh, aunt here uh, <laughs> the brand new since you were just minted an aunt uh, what did you aunt. think of <laughs> what did you think of baby Anakin and like uh, what he did for babies in Star Wars into, uh, to this day I mean it was kind of crazy because I remember when they first announced that the prequels were coming out I never thought we were going to get any more Star Wars than the original ever So it kind of blew my mind. And then it blew my mind extra when, you know, you first start to see the scenes with like this little kid and everybody mm -hmm. kind of assumed it was supposed to be a young version of Luke. And then when they're like, no, 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 no we're going all the way back to Anakin. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, shit. okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that to me was intense. I remember some of the posters that were really cool. That's the one with the, like the, the little shadow. baby Annie and the shadow of Darth Vader. Oh, so good. <laughs> to this day, that poster is just amazing. And it's, It's so good because especially to us that had already grown up, you know, with the originals, having to see this little kid who is like, you know, super cute and knowing that he's going to turn into Darth Vader, like regardless of what happens, it's going to be Darth Vader. So it was kind of, it was a bald move, honestly, to go mm -hmm. that far back to when he was that young. I mean, I thought they would have started maybe when he was like, a teenager and stuff but going back to how he when he was so little and then the story is so sad you know mm -hmm. him being ripped away from his mother's hands like this was a kid who grew up a slave but still had a loving mother you know mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. even that gets taken from him just because uh Qui-Gon decides that oh he's he's the next sign of the force so My boy, my boy Qui Gon. I know Qui Gon oh. is amazing, but he still stole that fucking kid from his mom. You that know? <laughs> is true. That is true. He thought he was doing the right thing for the galaxy, though. And ultimately, true. technically, technically, after uh, a lot of I'm not justifying death. I'm not justifying it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Hey, Mo, what did you think of Baby Anakin? Well, props to Baby Annie. You know, like interesting. Did, did nothing wrong. I think it's good. Like you know. I, I like Nani said like the poster that I think that was like the first like 10 year old me was like blown away I was just like staring at What that is this? Like, <laughs> like oh we're gonna see like and 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 you know you're 
10 years old and you see a kid that's probably around that age so it's like you you're like okay let's see how this story goes you you're mm-hmm. excited but then you, you also know like oh there's gonna be this kid's gonna be Darth Vader which happened mm-hmm. to be my favorite character in Star Wars so I'm like yeah. like you know like there's like an evil but amazing character that's gonna ha- like I want to see how this happened mm-hmm. and then to to see such like an innocent portrayal Mm-hmm. of Vader mm-hmm. was amazing because it's like a contrast between like this is what like there's the childhood innocence of it all mm-hmm. like and being like it's like to me like all the flaws that people like talk about it's like you know it's more like he, Annie being in tune with the force since it was young like like being able to use the star fighters and like mm-hmm. shoot and be like like yeah, like, of course he's going to be able to do that. He's going to be Vader down the road. So, like, <laughs> he's in tune with the Force and, like, just go. And just the same way, like, it's the same way I saw, like, Ray. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's in tune with the Force. She can fly the Millennium Falcon and be okay with it. Like, all right. So, like, lo- I love seeing, like, that portrayal of, like, the innocence of, like, the evil that's going to spring. And, and mm-hmm. that's where all evil, like, all things that are evil we label as evil down the road all started on innocence like like all childhood is innocence it's mm-hmm. what what teaches us the, what surrounds us what what we grow what grows around us what fast what's being fostered around us that determines mm-hmm. then what we act or do and even that doesn't determine you can change it down the road but everybody starts innocent so I think that's that it was a perfect portrayal of like mm-hmm. this this is gonna be the most evil thing in the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. But look at look at this cute version of it. Like and it's a, and an innocence of it. And props to that, like especially the way he was framed, mm-hmm. because you know, it's a kid that could have been bitter already because he was a slave, yeah. but because he's like so well loved by his mother and he has like this need to just kind of help people he just helps people without having to get anything back in return and if you know this kid is going to turn to darth vader so i mean if that kid can turn and can fall so far basically anybody can which was the message i mean wait, wait, this... wait, wait, this, yeah mm-hmm. i guess the the, the old the, the road to hell is paved with good, with the good, good intentions, intentions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's 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 perfect portrayal of like this is how vader starts of course the mm-hmm. innocent child that wants to help everybody. Mm-hmm. It's and feels the failure it's of not being able to help. It's definitely interesting because I mean, and I, I love how both of you are framing it because it's giving me like more appreciation, obviously, for uh, Anakin's character in Episode One. Because if there is one aspect of Episode One besides Jar Jar, but that's an easy thing to talk about. Uh, but one aspect about uh, Episode One that I've never been the most thrilled about was. Not Anakin, but like Anakin's uh, age, right? In the movie, because yeah. I felt it was kind of a mistake. And I always, com- my comparison has always been like uh, the Bible. I'm just like, hey, even Jesus, you know, when you look at Jesus' story in the Bible, <laughs> he's born and then we fast forward. We fast forward <laughs> to the cool stuff when he's uh, doing miracles and stuff, walking on water. We don't, we don't focus on like the awkward teens and, you know, little Jesus with the Jufro going to synagogue and stuff. No, no, no. We just skipped to the good part. Uh, so I felt that's how Anakin's story uh, should have been. It's just like, okay, well, yeah, he's, he, he was a kid, but how interesting can kids be? Let's just go to when, you know, you have a personality and you're actually cool. Uh, but 
I'm turning around, turning around to it. Uh, and especially with what you were saying, Mo, I think it's very interesting, especially with that framing and especially with looking now like at the trilogy itself with all these years, right? Mm -hmm. of, of distance from having seen it, you know, because now we can see it with perspective and like seeing what George Lucas intended and kind of see it as the three chapters, right? The, the child, the, the teen and the man and like all these aspects of Vader of how it's just framed to him like as a person and then how he became more machine than man like this mm -hmm. vision of evil so so i dig it i dig it i dig it now i i think it, it was ballsy it was ballsy i'll give that to george lucas george lucas said like hey i'm doing whatever i want this is my saga and like i'm putting a little baby anakin and no and and everyone's gonna love it and people were resistant but i think everyone's come around to it myself included so <clears throat> the only thing right that i have like now against this whole anakin thing is the whole thing that star wars keeps perpetuating which is destroying healthy parental figures <laughs> it's like it seems that if you're a good parent you will die in this galaxy because like shmi bit the dust uh bail organa bit the dust and it's like every good parent eventually dies And that's not cool. Like, I understand in terms of the hero's journey, how that can be necessary for the character's development. But it'd be nice if once in a while we got, like, someone who had a happy upbringing and their parents are still, you know, sending them hollow messages saying, like, hey, I'm proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing good. <laughs> I have your, I have, I still have your uh, grades up on the fridge. Uh, so oh, it's, it's in resistance a little bit like that. No, the, but I mean, without getting into spoilers, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know how else to answer that question. <laughs> um, but the whole the, the whole Annie and Padme thing still gives me cr the cringe, though. That I'm never gonna get over yeah. that completely. Uh, that's it was, just it was, cringy. Uh, yeah, too much. But 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 that's it's just, um, yeah. it's 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 the like you hired two separate actors that were so like it was like weird yeah it was weird it was weird it was the writing it was the writing i think because <laughs> obviously i mean it's it's interesting because 10 a 10 year gap is really like the, the older i'm getting like i realize like the age age gaps aren't yeah that aren't that much especially the older you are so it's like well mm -hmm. the age gap doesn't matter age gaps are more important the younger you are because yeah, yeah. there's less lived experience right so the older you are when you are a young person the more life experience the older person has so like it's it's kind of like inversely proportional in that in in that sense so oh, it's just it's one of those things like i compare it to like a, a what's the a twilight uh, you know like the vampire person like batman <laughs> what's his name robert pattison with uh what's her face uh kirsten stewart it's like he's a person that's lived thousands of years what the hell could he see in like in this 16 whatever age this person yeah. is like what can she actually what can they actually talk about so that's what i always thought about with Padme and anakin <laughs> she was a queen goddamn she was a queen yeah. when she was a teenager now she's a senator she's seen the world and it's just like what what like nothing there's nothing And especially there, uh, in Attack of the Clones, when she's like, I still see you at that little kid, Annie, but I'm going to be making out with you by the end of the film. Okay. To be, I mean, but they were in a life and death situation. And you know that that <laughs> feelings like those erupt or, in situations. Or, or, like or, or yeah. as it was very well described to me, Padme, 
up with all the stress, just wanted a little fuck boy, and that's it. <laughs> and then after, well, Terrible. we ha- we I, I, without naming without naming names because I think if I do name names, they will they, they won't la- appreciate it. But I think that the people that I will mention now will know who they are when I say it, and Nani, you might as well. But some people start that way, you know. Some people start of with uh, okay, this is just a FWB type of situation, yeah. and all of a sudden, after a while, it's just like oh crap, maybe there are feelings here. Maybe let's continue this relationship. And then they get married and have and have kids. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking about. I don't know who I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm just saying oh, that like the whole Anakin possible. and Padme thing is possible. Yeah. Well, it's pl- very possible, of course. Of course it's possible. Almost seven years older than Josbando. <laughs> there we go. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. We'll talk about that some other time. Yeah. We'll talk about that some other time. Uh, this is completely different. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Anyway, <laughs> I think we digress. <laughs> we digress. Um, so I that's it, I think, ba, ba, for ba, ba. <laughs> Baby Annie. We have appreciated Baby Annie with the years. No, um, and if we want to keep appreciating Anakin, I have to make a little aside to like a mm. plug a Brotherhood by uh, Mike Shen. Uh, it's a book that I wasn't originally going, if you follow us on on Twitter, you'll have read my little quick Twitter review of the book. Uh, I'm planning on doing like a longer one in the future, so stay, stay tuned for that one. But that was a book I wasn't really going to originally read because like I don't read all the Star Wars books. I don't have time, and it takes a long time for me to read a book. And I was just like, ah, well, I'm not that much of a prequel stand. You know, I'm more focused in the High Republic, and I want to read more like post-Return of the Jedi stuff. So I was going to take a pass on that book. But then I started seeing everyone's reviews and everyone's just like super hyped about it. And I was just like, oh, well, why, why not? Everyone says it's good. And now mm-hmm. that the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is out, seems like a good time. And I read it and it was really, really good. I really, really loved it. it gave me a lot of expanded universe vibes from the old stories, like the, you know, the yeah, thriller vibes of everything that's going on with the mystery of the story. But I think the most important part that I wanted to plug with the conversation that we're talking about with Anakin is what Mo was saying. And the book does a really good job about showing that part of Anakin, which is that part of like the caring and the passion and the friendship and the love that he has and like how that was his crux, right? That was the thing that made him the best person he could be, but also took him to the darkest path he could ever take. So definitely recommend that book. It's a five out of five for me. Uh, if you want to see what happened in that business in Cato Neimoria, that's the book for you, because obviously that is the book that tells that story. Uh, but also it does a really good job, too, of not just talking about like Hayden Christensen's Anakin from Attack of the Clones or Matt Latner's Anakin from uh, The Clone Wars. It kind of melts both of them together. So you actually you can hear like both of their voices as the story goes along. So it's a really that's good really book. Cool to bridge the gap between Attack of the Clones and the Clone Wars. So if you're looking for a book to read, there's a bunch to choose from, obviously, but Brotherhood is amazing. And right now I'm reading Shadow of the Sith, which is also very, very good. So make sure to check those out. But without further ado, let's come back to the Children of the Force. (laughs) Because Anakin started the trend, right? He was the first baby. Yeah. And he started that trend of like a baby losing the parent. And then needing to find a substitute parental figure. And from there, we've like gotten like a slew of other 
uh, babies now in not babies I keep saying babies of children, <laughs> children. No, of young of junk of of dudes of dudes uh, in Star Wars and I don't know who do we want to tackle next there's so many I don't know if we should go in chronological order or just like chronological still sort of like a little bit of chronological what what we remember I guess after I think the next one would technically be Ahsoka. Ezra oh well Ahsoka, Ahsoka. Yeah, that's okay. She was older. She was older. So if we want to consider her in the baby squad, we can put her in the baby well, squad. Well, yeah, she was still a Padawan. Yeah. And she Young grew Lincoln. up with uh very Anakin. true, very true. So yeah, true. so she's she she was a child and we get to see her grow up a lot. And obviously now we're gonna yeah. get the live action version as well. She's so still. it's gonna be mm-hmm. really interesting to see all of that. But yeah, but we saw her definitely growing up. We didn't get obviously as much from Boba Fett, but Boba Fett was another kid of uh, Star Wars. We did get Baby Boba. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh my God! I, uh, how did you guys feel about that? I think there's less to talk about. Well, there's a lot to talk about all of them. What was yeah. your guys' impression of Baby Boba and Attack of the Clones? Apparently, not that good. Uh, I mean, there was the ghost. I guess it was part of the story. I don't know. <laughs> it was something. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like uh, you see, like because like I really didn't care for Boba. At mm-hmm. Yeah. Point. So so it's like okay. I guess it's, yeah, it makes sense. You know, you're talking about. Yeah, it, it was just gratuitous, right? Like it, it was like, okay, well, this character could just not be here and the movie would be exactly the same. Yeah. Well, but, but but it gives it gives a backstory for Boba Fett, like yeah. how he got the armor. True. So why not? True, I mean, true. You already have a, I mean, I, I don't see us better. It's just neutral, you know, it's just there. Like, it's part chaotic, of chaotic neutral or? or. <laughs> It's neutral, true neutral. Just new, true neutral. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still thought it was pretty cool. It's just another poor kid whose dad gets murdered. You That's know, what I was gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just that that scene where you see him grabbing the helmet and just kneeling on the ground. It's just it's so sad. And then yeah. we didn't see that much of him in Clone Wars, but it was really interesting to see him like growing up with these bounty hunters and everything that comes from it so again up to that point i wasn't a huge fan i didn't really become a mm-hmm. fan until they like brought him back in mando and then obviously the book of boba oh, yeah. and now in hindsight it'd be cool to kind of like rewatch those episodes especially with the possibility of maybe them bringing him in bad batch yeah. so i mean it's a very interesting it's because it's now comparing him to omega because he's like supposed to be the alpha and then she's the omega and the difference this, of this is the real boba fett. that is the real boba yep that is very not cool. return of the jedi it's this one uh, um the yeah. fact that he was uh he was supposed to be raised by his dad he wasn't being raised as a clone and the dad gets murdered and he doesn't know what he belongs and we see in a few of the arcs that he kind of you know infiltrates by pretending to be one of the clones that's a good episode. and uh we get to see omega who's different she's growing up with clone troopers who are you know different from the rest but she's kind of growing up in this loving family squad and he grew up in a squad of like murderers and backstabbers and bounty hunters and cat bay oh i love that and it's I like such a difference of how they're being raised and if they actually like meet at some point during the bad batch i think it'd be really really cool to see like especially how she would react to you're the same as me almost then why are you going this path so yeah. same and but different yeah. as long as they don't pull a loki on us i'm good with that <laughs> no it's not gonna be Loki. they're they're in the same world they're not gonna do yeah. the, the loki 
And Loki, it makes sense. Well, because we already talked about it in that. Not the same. Yeah, not <laughs> well, the same. I mean, you, you, it could, you can argue they're different persons altogether. But yeah. We talked about that in Loki. Uh, but, that's, good. that's a massive tangent. That's like a yeah. uh, left turn, a real well, and with, uh, hardcore. <laughs> and with Boba, we know that you know he is going to get that redemption, but it's going to take him a long and winding mm -hmm. road to get there. Because as a kid, Beatles. he... <laughs> yep. Because, you know, we see him being cemented as this a bounty hunter, but he's like pals with Darth Vader eventually. So, you know, yeah. we don't get to see a lot of it in the films, but we know it's there. So, I don't know. It's oh, it's yeah. interesting. It's it's a different kind of But path. I love that framing. I love that framing <laughs> that you just did with uh cuz I I <laughs> never thought of it. So, like it's, it's giving me even more appreciation of Alpha and Omega, right? Of Boba <laughs> and Omega and how they're different but same mm -hmm. and how they're in, immersed in like these found families and how one yeah. is nurturing and how one is destructive to an extent because one is just there to fuel his need for revenge and, 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 and you know, lead him down the path of bounty hunting and where Omega is with a family that just wants to do right for her and like nurture and make, you know, make sure that she's living a, a positive and, and loving life. And it's, it. I liked it. I liked it. And it's like, because it, because it even ties right into the like theme of Alpha and Omega, like the the binary yeah. of like the mm -hmm. positive, the negative, and like how they're both the same, but they're both different, and like how they're framed in like the same 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 circumstance, but in opposite environments. If that makes sense. So okay. I I dig it. I dig it. Boom, extra points for a baby Boba. <laughs> you enhanced you enhanced my baby Omega. And there we get yeah two children of the Star Wars that are still hopefully you know. We're gonna get some more out of them. So, and Omega is very similar to 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 that end, right? She's very similar to Grogu, right? Because she's the found the found youngling, yeah. Right? Like the the begrudging parent that doesn't want to be the parent and is just trying to get yeah. rid of them. And and then all of a sudden she's like, well, actually, I do like being your dad. So it's like Hunter Hunter is to Dinjarin as Grogu <laughs> is to Omega. So it's a trope. It's a trope. We're seeing it a lot, uh, but. It works. It works. There's a reason why they keep doing it. We people, yeah. uh, you know, think like uh, are hooked, are hooked to that, to that trope, and and it works. It's very endearing. I just wish that these children could keep their parents too. Like it's it's all fine and dandy to find, you know, uh, the a parent that loves you that wasn't, you know, that's, mm -hmm. you know, not the one that was there that you know that was supposed to be there, but the one that found you and that loves you. But it's also nice to just have the, you know, representation matters. A lot of us have parents that love us, goddammit. And I want to see, I want to see parents that love us that are alive. Eh. Well, I mean, and even the adoptive parents get killed all the time. On Beru, Uncle Owen. Yeah, Uncle dead. Owen. Although now with Obi-Wan Kenobi, we do know that the only reason they're dead is because they Big took thing. down a lot of stormtroopers before. We know that, yeah. They destroyed them. They took uh, out a whole battalion of stormtroopers. Yeah, they had oh, to, yeah. they had to send the special forces to take down. Yeah. And Uncle Owen and the yeah. Baruch. We know group. that right behind them, that they're just corpses, corpses, and mountains, corpses. mountains of dead stormtroopers. Yeah, absolutely. Hi. Battle lasted like three days. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! It was there's there's songs sang in oh, all yeah. the cantinas in Tatooine. If, if you hear the, the, in the desert, the wind will whisper. 
the wind whispers Baru's name. It's like the, the last stand. The last the, the last the last warrior of the of the of the what's the of the Lars clan. Oh my god. Yeah. So good. How has that not happened? There needs to be like a Westeros style, like Game of Thrones, like a song or something that we can just sing, like the the reigns of Castamere, but like a but but of Baru. Their battle of, cry. On, yeah, of Aunt Baru coming to get you. But she will. <laughs> oh, I love that. So good. Uh, okay. <sighs> going back to children. Back to, back to children, children who are not supposed to murder people. Uh, but some do. Some children do murder people, I guess. That's uh, a fact. Some children. <laughs> Especially like if you're in the Star Wars universe, like Ezra, I think is the next candidate here for talking about children in Star Wars, which is the next, <laughs> the next kid that we have to lose his parents, both of them. Yep. At the same time. Both of them. Thanks to the Empire, it's just like Jesus yep. Christ can't catch a break, and then again found family, uh, which is a, a very nice, a very very good family. But uh, Ezra, 100% murdered people. So oh, yeah. let's not sugarcoat this. I know that they gave him that little the lightsaber with the little stun gun so he wouldn't be like killing stormtroopers at first, but then but then season three came in and it's like no murder. Murder <laughs> she wrote. <laughs> murder, murder is okay. <laughs> as long as the stormtroopers, it's the Empire. It's okay. It, yeah. Well, I mean, and especially after, you know, they kind of tempt you with the whole he he is gonna be able to rescue his parents, and then it's like, no, no, it's not gonna yeah. work. Dead. It's Star Wars. Obviously, they're dead. Uh, <sighs> did you guys and, like mm -hmm. Ezra when you started your Rebels journey? Because I know when I started Rebels, I was not vibing. Ezra and I did not vibe, and it took <laughs> it took me it took me a while to get on the on the Ezra train. So, how was that? How was that journey for you guys? I don't know. I, I don't think I ever got to vibe that much with Ezra. You know, I understood <laughs> Ezra. Like, I can see where it's coming from, but, you know, like, you do you. Like, <laughs> that's true. And I think that's the important thing that not every character is going to yeah. resonate with you. Like, uh, but, but at least I think what's, and I think it was a I, rebel I, I, I thing thought, in I general. Was annoying at first. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> And I don't know if that was by design or that was like the show just trying to find itself or, you know, or I don't know. But yeah, kind of by design, first, you know, it like seemed it, by design it, to it, me. It kind of makes sense. You know, you lost your parents. You're trying you're to annoying. Yeah. you're on like, uh, like you have, to, yeah, of course, like you're going to be you're not going to be a well-behaved kid. Like, <laughs> True, true. Like, I, I thought it was by design, like, you know, mm -hmm. and then you get to like be OK with them. You don't need to. You don't need to love them. Some people do. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people love Ezra. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and rightly so. I mean, because now yeah. it's the time for the return of live action Ezra with uh, the Ahsoka show coming on. I don't know if you guys probably not, because I'm the one that's on on Star Wars leaks on Reddit all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, but the trailer fun. for Ahsoka leaked online. Uh, I mean, the trailer from Celebration leaked online, and it was. Oh glorious i mean i'm not gonna really? say i haven't I'm seen not gonna, it i mean it was just like a one minute thing it doesn't okay. show too it's much but it does uh -huh. i'm gonna spoil it fuck it you, okay <laughs> spoil it. Uh, but like the end of the trailer i mean we see obviously we see ahsoka Duh. it's not a spoiler <laughs> she's yeah. in her show uh, the we, there's there's three things there's three things from the trailer i'm just like okay this is gonna be awesome 
it's one part where like uh, you know Ahsoka's, yeah, Ahsoka's walking by and then you see Hera walking in front of her like up to I mean you see the Hera's back uh -huh. it's like Hera confirmed obviously. oh uh, wow and then the end of That's the trailer amazing. and then the end of the trailer it just zooms in to the mural that Sabine did at the end of Rebels and right. it's exactly exactly like the mural from they didn't change it is the exact mural from the animated rebels and the camera just zooms out and it's the back of sabine's head looking at the mural oh and that's the end of the trailer yeah. wow that sounds very exciting interesting yes. and obviously obviously when they're zooming into the mural it's mm -hmm. looking at ezra so that's just yeah. like okay live action yeah. ezra come on yeah. And I wasn't no, no. that excited, honestly, about the Ahsoka show, but now that we know that Hera is confirmed and Sabine is confirmed, I am way more. And excited. Thrawn, and Thrawn, we can't forget my boy Thrawn. Thrawn, come on. Yeah, yeah. Thrawn. So, who I'm absolutely sure. I mean, I know we're talking about the Children of the Force. Yeah. Know, not about uh, villains in some other show, but I'm absolutely sure that Thrawn's going to turn out to be an anti-villain. He's not going to be like the, you know, he's not going to be the antagonist of the show. It's going to appear that way at first, but then it's going to be, he's going to somehow end up helping them or something. And he's going to be like a good guy in the show. I mean, at least that's what I'm hoping because he's my boy. So we can't, we can't kill him. We can't kill him. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's just doing what he needs to do to protect his people. And you can't fault someone for that. And I think that's something that Ezra would understand as well, do. because that's what he did in Lothal. So they've been they've been mm -hmm. alone. They have yeah. to have a bromance at this point, like Thrawn <laughs> and Ezra. They have to be like best friends at this point when they've been like with space whales in the unknown regions for who knows how many years. They have to be vibing. Yeah. Unless it's like a lost in space situation where it's just like where, a, like no time a has Will Robin or something. Well, Will, no, it's Will Robinson with like I forgot mm -hmm. what the doctor's name is. And the doctor's just like manipulating Will Robinson. Unless it's that yeah. type of situation, which I hope not, because Again, Thrawn is my boy. So I, you know, I only wish good things for Thrawn and Ezra. So, <laughs> so here's for the friendship. Fingers crossed. <laughs> it has yeah. to. Yeah. So I thought he was kind of whiny at first, too. And then, especially compared to a character like Sabine that I loved almost immediately. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's also estranged from her family. Obviously, her family doesn't get that. Um, it doesn't get got that's true yeah but i mean she's also completely exiled from them and you know like but tainted her family's name and all these but there's things a redemption blah, blah, blah. Arc, yeah. of course there is i know but just saying like comparing when you start watching that show a character like like sabine who's already kind of she knows herself way more and i i always loved obviously the way she painted the armor and, and all of that things so that made her like very unique and then you get Ezra, who's obviously younger, and it's, he's just, he's framed whiny at the beginning. But I think uh, <laughs> very much Ezra so. really grew on me as the seasons went on. So, same, yeah, I can't really. Especially once he got the green light. I remember that season when he got the <laughs> green lightsaber and got the haircut. And he was like, there we go. That's, yeah. that's my Ezra. Yeah. Like any character with a green lightsaber, I'm gonna be like, okay, you're in my you're in my cool <laughs> book now. That's my favorite color lightsaber. And I like I think that there's a blue lightsaber fatigue in Star Wars right now. So like every time there's green yeah, there's or any green color, I was mm -hmm. like, there we go. The party started. 
Oh, and going back to what you were saying that maybe they do the manipulated relationship with Thrawn, I don't think so because they already did that with Darth Maul. And I don't think they would do it again. I don't true, think he would true. fall for there it again, go. honestly. So if he does, he's I stupid, hope. man. Like, no, don't do it again, Ezra. So. That's a good point. I totally forgot the whole uh, Maul thing. But what yeah. I do keep could, hoping, could, what I do keep hoping for... Not even seeing. Could be something mm. like along the lines of... Uh... Like a romance, like Dumbledore and Grindelwald, kind of thing. Oh, I I don't <laughs> think I don't think Lucasfilm has the balls to do that yet. Not yet. I don't think. If they do that, if they do this, like because it, it would be like something like Call Me by Your Name, right? Because there's like a there's like an age difference there, and it's yeah. like you know, Franz is Ezra Senior and all that stuff. So it could, it could get spicy. It could get spicy real fast. Uh, but I don't think I don't think they have the the huevos rancheros. <laughs> to do that uh maybe the fallopian tubes they don't have the fallopian tubes they don't have the fallopian tubes, the fallopian tubes. Mm-hmm. they don't they don't have the continental breakfast i don't care what you call it they don't they, they, they don't they don't got it i i hope i'm wrong we'll see we'll see i'll be i'll tip my hat i mean it, it, uh, it, it, it is a, it is a live action sh- it is a show it's not a movie so it could be and we don't know how long this time has been so it's very true holy crap We'll see. We'll see. We'll put that in our in our in our, in our wild let's card see. <laughs> in our wild card bracket wild card. Uh, for the for the show. Uh, but what I've always wanted for Ezra, honestly, is for him to just go to the unknown regions and and I think I've talked about this before. Uh, but go to the unknown regions and be with Thrawn and find the Shis. And since the Shis women are girls are force sensitive, start a new Jedi Academy out in the unknown regions. It's like detached from. You know the Jedi Academy of of the Republic, with yeah. like you know you're able to find form attachments and like do the Jedi Order as it should be, and then eventually that Jedi Order I'm just head canoning now that eventually Ezra's Jedi Order meets Ray I was gonna say Jace Ray's uh, Jedi Order post uh, post uh, Rise of Skywalker and they're like oh let's let's, let's combine let's combine <laughs> our academies and make the Uber Academy. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. That's that's too much speculation. Back to babies. Back to babies. <laughs> back to back, children. Back to babies. Back to children. And we can't talk about. Ooh, I don't think we can talk about little Leia yet. Wait. Wait, before before, let's give a shout out for boy, the one, the only. It's gonna it's gonna come in Bad Batch, so we know Gungi. Gungis. <laughs> My boy. My beautiful and baby boy. Gungi survived. With the green light How many other younglings? possibly have Gungi survived so but so we know Gungi for sure so there might be more younglings around alive in the galaxy than we thought so yes. i love that sweet boy more children <laughs> we must protect him at, at yes. all costs at all cost. yes and lucasfilm kills him <laughs> no if he de- there's don't jinx it i don't even want to talk about it no yeah no i'm just saying i'm just saying i know don't do it get on that do a real life wood lightsaber oh yeah i will buy it i will i will spend i will sell my money (laughs) i will sell a kidney i will sell my i will sell (laughs) a i was gonna say i was gonna i'm gonna sell other people's kidneys i'm not gonna say which people because they'll they'll you know they they won't have me as a friend they'll hide from you but Yeah, uh, but all those people, I will sell all of your kidneys for Gungi's lightsaber. Uh, <laughs> and my own, and my own as well. My own. But I'll, mine will be the last one, though. Uh, 
Get on it. Get on it, Hasbro. Get on it. Get on get it. On it. On it. Yes. Get all that get get that get that kidney money. Uh, <laughs> we can't talk about little Leia though yet. I think little Leia we have to save for last because she is our blessed saint of of children at this point. So we have to talk about the the most famous of the current babies, yeah. and that is the, Baby the, Yoda, the, the, the real baby. Grogu. The OG. The OG. <laughs> people weren't talking about people weren't talking about babies before Grogu, yeah, and Baby Baby Yoda, Gro- baby Yoda mm-hmm. aka well not aka. Grogu, that's his Grogu. actual name. Grogu, uh, a.k.a. Baby Yoda. <laughs> exactly. Redefine the game. He changed Star Wars. He was just like, hey, you, you know Anakin Skywalker? He was nine years old. Well, guess what? I'm 50, and I'm still a baby. Uh, he just came in. I'm way in, cuter knocked, than any other baby. And I'm way I'm cuter. I'm the cutest uh, ever. I'm the cutest. <laughs> oh, my God. He just, knocked those, he just knocked those doors with a little frog feet of his and just redefined the game. Just yeah. made Pedro Pascal his little daddy. Uh, can, in the sweet, in the sweet can, way, can, not the sexy way. Uh, I, I can eat a whole brood of like tri- babies, like eggs, and you still be okay with it. Like, yes, I'll cause a little yeah. controversy for a couple of days, but yeah. everyone's gonna be okay after a while. Uh, holy crap, that was a surprise. I was very, very, very pleasant. I was very glad that that didn't leak, and I was actually able to watch that moment on the Mandalorian at the end, at the end of that episode and be like, what? It's happening. What the yeah. hell is this? Like yeah. a baby Yoda? Like what? What is happening here? And it completely rocked my world, especially considering what I thought the show was going to be and what I sh- thought the show was gonna go in the direction I thought the show was gonna go in. So, baby Yoda has been a revelation. He's a still saint, uh, dropped above from the heavenly heavenly skies to ju- to sit upon the throne of babies next to Gungi, and you know, it just <laughs> it just rocked my world. It just rocked my world. How did you guys feel about? Uh, Grogu in his first appearance there in The Mandalorian. Did it rock your world as hard as it did mine and the rest of the planet, I guess? Not any compared with seeing your... (laughs) 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 Well, Grogu's a fictional character. My niece is real, so it's completely different. Uh, That's not true. Grogu, there he was at Celebration. (laughs) Saying hi to everybody. He's real. Uh, you can actually, buy him. I can buy one for you right now if you want. That is, and that then is we'll true. see. Eh. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not the same. Don't compare it with my my niece that was just born. Low, lower maintenance. Lower. Just saying. No, eh. Definitely lower maintenance. Obviously. Um, I actually didn't watch The Mandalorian until almost before season two came out. So was so, it spoiled? Well, I had seen obviously pictures of Baby Grogu because oh. it was everywhere. I mean, but I had only seen like the memes and stuff. I never actually saw him, you know, walking around and the mm-hmm. noises and using the force and all that. I just seen the memes, and I thought, this is so overrated. Why are people so obsessed with this? I don't care. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> and then eventually when we did get because we didn't have Disney Plus, we we're like, let's finally get Disney Plus season two of Mandalorian's coming out, and let's just watch the first one and see. And it blew my mind. <laughs> even with all the expectations of knowing people had been freaking out i was like what is this especially the times when you see him walking around it's like the cutest thing ever i can't believe it and then the fact that he is a believable character he's not just cute mm-hmm. like the cute obviously adds to it but that it's a believable character that is mm-hmm. like basically changing the nature of every person that he comes across changing lives Grogu. changing lives 
grow the trending lives. Yeah. So it's been it's been a wonder, and they've done so consistently well with the character. Instead of just using him to, you know, ah, cute nap, you know, it there's been real development there, and especially exactly. after what we saw in, you know, Book of Boba and the fact I'm so happy that he decided to, you know, pick the Beskar armor and go back to his space daddy, oh, you know. So yes. I there's there's been a lot of magic. And especially considering that just Grogu by himself basically brought a whole lot of people into Star Wars that have never cared about Star Wars and are, are now enjoying it because his character just kind of blew everybody's mind and is now a character you know that will also be good for when kids start you know starting mm -hmm. oh look you know it, there's a baby in there and, and <laughs> he has the force and is powerful and saves his dad all the time and I don't know it was just there's something very very magical about the character design and you know that they decided to go that way because you have a character and a show that's kind of framed you know like a western and then mm -hmm. having the balls to the side oh yeah and we're doing a baby too it's not just but a western I... it's about a dad traveling with his baby son mm -hmm. and and we love it and it's so good so but i think that's the that's the valuable part about grogu is what you just said that they didn't just use him as a prop because they could have mm -hmm. just said like okay here it mm -hmm. is it's like here's our our you know here's our uh, product placement our merchandising opportunity yeah. cow, and that's it which yeah. is still which is. He is i'm not gonna but... i'm not gonna it's yeah. disney it's, it's, yeah. it's a merchandising opportunity yeah but but they still did like a good job of like making him poignant right and having yeah. him have impact and have his own story to tell and not just his own st story independently but also a story that resonates with the main character right within and like how they can see each other and find each other through like the struggles that they're going through so not only does din help right uh, grogu and like rescue him and do all those things but grogu rescues din as well and helps him yeah. through his journeys uh, in that sense so like have that relationship between the two of them where they can both grow and learn from each other is a really beautiful thing that they did which like uh, combined with the cuteness of the character and then like the strength yeah of the story between the two of them is just yeah. a home run it's just like it's 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 wonderful wonderful experience mm -hmm. i do and think that, that they could have they could have stayed separated a little longer i didn't like that they brought them together so yeah quick. i did like how they do five. it right it's like book of boba fett's like all of a sudden it's like never mind uh, let's yeah. go back to mando uh, but whatever if you yeah. want to listen to our thoughts about that episode you can go to <laughs> you our book of boba fett review series yeah. They're, they're wonderful. We have beautiful guests that joined us to contribute. So go check those out. But anyway, uh, Grogu, amazing. So I just can't wait to see. I was going to say can't wait to be king. And it's like Lion <laughs> King just popped into my head. Uh, but see see where season three is going to take us. Yep. And see all the new beautiful, be beautiful adventures of baby Yoda and see of Grogu and see like if he finally gets a little Mando helmet. A little helmet. A little Little baby jet there. Little little baby. Oh, baby no, it's too young. Too young. Too, <laughs> too, young, young, too dangerous. <laughs> he can he can be like on the on the on the baby seat. Maybe like oh. Mando can like, get like a little a baby sidecar. A carrier, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a carrier on his jetpack, so that baby Yoda can. That's what like Grogu can fly with him. But I don't think he's. I don't think he's able to get his wings yet. He's not sixteen. Too young. Too young. <laughs> he is I mean, sixteen. He, he, he uh, you know what? I, yeah. You can add. Well, they can add like a little like add-on where Grogu can just sit on. 
It's too it's light, like, though. Like, like any jetpack is gonna go straight to the sun. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying like on in top the carrier, of, on, on yeah. top of like a carrier, like on top of Jin's uh, mm. You know, I'm, I'm onto, sure onto the front, so he can you know do things oh, and yeah. shoot and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Peli, Pelimoto will figure something out. We'll figure something out. Oh, definitely. We know that she's the only Mando approved nanny for uh, for Grogu. So, although, we, although we, we we do know that the mayordomo might be. Oh, oh, they. We'll see. We'll see we'll if they're see, still we'll together. See what happens? We'll see what happens. You know, you know, we, we you know that. Don't know if, we don't know if Pell is still working on herself. Or... Exactly. You know, maybe yeah. she just wants the FWB. You don't, you don't know. Or, hey, that, that, that's, you don't know. That's, that's how that's how Padme and Annie started. So. That's that's how other people started too, uh, but uh, it was fine. fine. Uh, so we don't know. We don't know what uh, what the what capacity the major dome is gonna have in Grogu's life yet. Yeah. But going back to children. <laughs> going back to yeah. We always did, we always what did you think people. of Grogu when we when it first started? Oh, I, I I was like not expect. I was expecting zero of Mando, and then I saw that ending, and then. <laughs> I was like, what the, <laughs> like, it, like, what is this like? <laughs> move, move. It's like ET well, and on another I, level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like ET, but on a whole other level because it's also Star Wars. So exactly, it's like, yeah. W- where is next week so I can like see? It? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Insane! It's crazy That's, how they were able to do that. It's and like, I. I, I like it's it's such a good character because it it, it hard like going back to like that innocence we we're talking about Annie. Uh, Grogu's innocence is even like less because it's less tainted with like the idea of helping others. Grogu's mm-hmm. is like I'm just a baby. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm a fifty-year-old yeah. baby. Yeah. Like, it's like baby. it's like, more instinctual than anything else and kind of yeah. like him feeling around where you know and, and seeing that like you know like it's, it's also a reminder like we like there are things we have to go back to that like childhood like wonder of like seeing like wait i'm i'm learning from this experience again mm-hmm. because that and that's what we saw like going through Relieving Order sixty six again. It's like going through the trauma of like yeah, but but seeing if with that like fresh pair of like childhood eyes and like how can I learn from this or like mm-hmm. how do I instinct to like it's it was so well made. Like you were saying, like Manny, like it's not just there. Like yeah. Grogu is an essential part of like if Grogu yeah. isn't there, there is no Mandalorian. That's, right, right, right. Like. He, so, I don't care how charming Pedro Pascal is, but like the yeah. show falls apart if he doesn't have his little yeah. son with him. Yeah. No, exactly. Right. And to see, like, just to see, like, where that relationship goes on. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, we I, I wish we could see a a Grogu with like two older Yoda parents ish raising them. That would be amazing, but yeah. we don't have that yet. So. One day, one day we'll go into like the Yoda planet, and his parents will be like, "Oh, welcome come to us, son." Yay! But do you actually want that, or do you want him to be like, "No, no, no, my dad, 
is it the man that raised me? Uh, well, actually, no, well, not. he can have both. He it's can have both. Why not both? Both because Mando's gonna die by the no, timeline. Come no, on. I mean, oh, well, he's, he's not gonna eventually. live as long as right, 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 right. Yep. Like Mando, you hurt Mando's. my feelings all of a sudden. I was like, no, he's not. Gonna die. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm and, talking about. And then like, I was just like, we're all gonna die. It's like yes. my, 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 by the time, by the time, like Grogu is the next what? Fifty is their next stage of life. By the time Grogu is hundred, he'll yeah. still be a youngling, and Mando will be long gone. That's true. Holy crap! By the time that Grogu is ten, which is like a hundred, yeah. Mandel's dead. Yeah. So, so it is a good thing to go back to Grogu's home planet. For the yeah. Just saying. Kind of. Oh shit! That went. That went dark. That went dark a little bit. No, and especially anyway, now. Anyway, <laughs> we're all gonna die. It's the next step. Yeah, and you know, and Keep especially now that uh, that Grogu, we're really starting to see him start to like unpack that childhood trauma. So I think mm-hmm. there's just gonna be a lot of interesting things in that development of you know Grogu as a character and in his relationship with Din and with everybody else that he comes across because everybody can't feel can't help but fall in love with Grogu like everybody mm-hmm. is an obstacle to Grogu that. there yeah everybody it's, loves it's a fact you know you, mm-hmm. you can't it's on the yeah you can't argue with a fact unless uh, you're I'm, I'm sure that's, that's the, only, but, uh, the only reason canonically Palpatine didn't see Grogu is because Palpatine was just like I he would have turned to the lights. He would have turned yeah, to the like lights. Immediately. Yeah. Yep. immediately. Like, like, I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna build houses <laughs> for the poor. I'm gonna like uh, you know rebuild temples <laughs> and uh, do this. Puppy uh, knew. Puppy knew he could. Uh, all falling apart. <laughs> you didn't need Luke Skywalker and Anakin Skywalker. You just needed Puppy to look into those big baby Yoda eyes. Uh. Boom. Done. 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 Everything's Star done. Wars over. Uh. Star Wars over. <laughs> Um, well then i guess this leaves us with young leia the amazing there's two young i want to oh. i want to end with another with a with another one but we're gonna go with uh, little leia first so obviously we've talked about her a mm-hmm. lot since like obi-wan has still been in <clears throat> in the consciousness right since because the show only just ended but let's recap a little bit little leia first impressions last impressions what do you think her of her as a whole? Did she compare to Carrie Fisher? Did she live up to little Anakin from episode one? Uh, reactions. Nani, let's start with you. Do you hope that Marina's going to be like little Leia? She's awesome. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to be like little Leia. <laughs> yeah, I hope everybody Same. can aspire to be like little Leia. She was fantastic. She was way better than than little Anakin, honestly. Um, <laughs> yes. She was, because nice. she was immediately, I mean, it's, took a while to you know accept little Annie because Annie was also kind of whiny and annoying as well and you know it's with with the years that you have come to appreciate that character mm-hmm. little Leia I love from the moment that she was first on screen she was mm-hmm. amazing I think she completely lives up to Carrie Fisher's legacy and to Leia's as a character's legacy and she was so she brought so much childlike wonder to it because she's you know mm-hmm. sassy and strong but she's also very innocent and loving and and, and empathic and you're and almost gonna she, say pathetic i know <laughs> close close good catch good catch <laughs> and same same it's and you know she brought the light of hope back to obi-wan the fact that mm-hmm. it was you know leia that did this and obviously her interactions with baylor grana were great i mean there was so much about it that was great and i think for all the kids, you know, that 
are going to grow up with this show to see a character that is 10 years old and is already a role model and already wants to do better for the galaxy and and to be able to grow up with the character and go all the way to you know Leia as general and mm -hmm. have that in your life I think is going to be really really special I wish I was growing up now and could start Leia's journey from the time that she was 10. So especially especially <laughs> when you contrast her with like little Luke because little Luke's just a <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, no offense, but he's a yeah. little idiot. And he's just like, you know. He's just playing around. Playing, and it's like, he's doing absolutely nothing. And she's there, like, kicking ass and taking names. Well, and but going Luke to the gets his Senate own Academy. journey. Luke gets his own journey everyone, later on. And he has a everyone, lot of screen time. So we can give everyone, Leia some love. Everyone has to take their own path. And uh, not yeah. everyone go, uh, not everyone starts uh, jogging. Some of mm -hmm. us have to crawl. And clearly, Luke was crawling. Yeah. <laughs> the, whole, the whole way Leia yeah. just started jogging and it's like she's the yeah. queen she's a baby queen so she turned into the general queen so well, what her. did you think of little Leia uh, I, I thought she was like somehow channeling Carrie Fisher oh yeah yeah like you can it, it, it was amazing you know like it's like I wasn't expecting little Leia no, no. And, and the moment that I mm -hmm. was like, hey, this makes total sense. And right. thank, thank you. <laughs> like, yes. It's like, like how did I not think of this? It was like right on her face. It's like, like, I know. I never thought of it. Not even It's once. the most and, obvious thing. It's like, why would Obi-Wan leave Tatooine? It's like, yeah. Damn, yeah. The other one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and just seeing like all the like, all the scenes where she was were like, amazing like all the mm -hmm. scenes with like obi-wan the scenes with reva yeah like the the you can see like that's the nature of leia like how she we were talking like about grogu's trauma but leia also has trauma and and the mm -hmm. way leia like portrays it is like by not not by helping others losing herself like anakin did but mm -hmm. by helping others find their center again or find their hope. Yeah. I think mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. that, like that, like Leia has always been that, like, like the, that. Mm. The, the, the idea of hope. Like if, if a character has always embodied some hope is Leia. And yeah, I think little Leia did an excellent thing about bringing like, again, that message of hope, so. I, I so, yeah, that was perfect. That, that's I mean, all of it right there. Add, mm -hmm. I can't add anything about little Leia because you were very succinct and perfect and it was beautifully put. The only thing I would just add to that is not about little Leia, it's about finally seeing like a healthy parental figure, uh, yeah. even though he gets vaporized a couple of years later. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the important thing for me about Bale was like seeing that love and that caring that like he offered her even though like even though they're not flesh and blood right but some things are stronger than that uh yeah. but especially that scene like in the final episode when he's like when she's saying what she wants to do and how she wants to change the galaxy and all that stuff and then he's like okay well then let's do it together i was just like oh man there we go that's always the type of things that like always get you know always get the waterworks going like yeah. parents that just like lift their children up and like just motivate them to be better versions of themselves i'm just like Boom. That's what Star Wars needs a lot more of, like yeah. more healthy parents, more therapy, more love, yeah. because uh, Star Wars, I mean, there's a lot of good things in there, but 
sometimes likes to cripple relationships doesn't let yeah. love blossom it's like it's like when love is getting good bam let's cut it and like no we gotta we yeah. gotta let love love and leah destroyed that relationship ray and ben destroyed yeah. that relationship mm-hmm. uh pat may anakin obviously everyone knows how that went uh, so not a lot of opportunities for love in the galaxy far far away and we kind of need a lot more of that because love is what makes us humans and it's what connects us to each other and what makes children grow up to be agents of light instead of agents of darkness even though technically in Anakin's case love was kind of the thing that made him an agent of evil because he But didn't know how to deal with the it point. though yeah. it's because well, he because never so understood because, how to because, deal with it yeah exactly just got confused Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I can sympathize if I lost my mom the way he lost his mom, and then the way I, I if I lost my partner the way he lost his partner, I'd be pretty upset too. So, eh. not a, I'll give him no, I'll no, give no, him no, the benefit no, no, of no. the doubt. Eh. No, no, not to not to do the killing Jungmin's part, but <laughs> well, that was a very uh, annoying Jungmin though. Master Skywalker. Hey, no, no. Maybe murder is not okay. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know what. You don't know what that kid like was pulling on Anakin for for months before that. Maybe that was like the breaking point. He's like, "Kid, this is it. I've been waiting for this moment." Eh. No, not no. okay. No, I don't know. I don't know. No. Who knows? No. Eh. no, no, not okay. No. Anyway, <laughs> who did you want to end the conversation on? Yeah, who, Jason's uh, Jason Sindula, uh, the love child of Hera oh, and and Kanan, uh, and because. Kanan. I wanted to end on that not just because he is one of the children that we see in in the Star Wars galaxy, but it's one of the ones that we know the least about, especially because we only got that little basically the one little cameo, yeah. the cameo there at the end of the show. But I was reading, I don't, it's not a rumor, it was more speculation that a Skeleton Crew, the new show that just went into production oh. um, for Disney Plus for you know for Lucasfilm, uh, which is about like. It's supposed to be like more of a kid-oriented live-action show and whatnot. One of the speculations that I heard online was that maybe one of the characters that might appear in the show was Jason, which I would be totally on board with because we get, obviously, Hera now in live-action. Yeah. We got Professor Huang uh, in the Ahsoka trailer, which if you know, you know. Uh, so one of the theories was that like that show might include him as a character to not only continue his story from Rebels, but also kind of indirectly tie a little bit to Ahsoka. So what did you guys uh, think of like Jason's appearance in Rebels, as brief as it was? And what would you like to see moving forward with his character? Especially since we know that his mom is still alive, but she's kind of busy. She's a working mom. She's a single mom. She's a general. She's got stuff to do. So what do, what do we want from like his relationship with her with her and like what do we want to see from him in the future we definitely don't want him to join the jedi academy because we know how that ends yeah so now i'll start with you since you seem to be like uh your machinations are going your machinations uh yeah i mean all we got with that was that little cameo at the end of rebels and it was so heartbreaking because kanan dying really really broke me like after that happened mm-hmm. i had to take a little break from rebels for a little bit i was like i can't believe they just did this to me And uh, on a kid's show. Uh, And again, you know, a loving family who, you know, adopted all these children, formed their own, but then their own mm -hmm. kid gets to grow up fatherless, you know, 
it's no Canaan. Um, so yeah, so it was kind of horrible. So at the end, I was just happy that, you know, their love, because their love story was so good. I think it's been one of the best ones really in all of Star Wars. And it's because it's, it's based on so much more than just, you know, lust and need and everything. They're so compassionate towards each other and trying to like mm-hmm. navigate the fact that both of them have important roles and how to accommodate that without like one stifling the other and just kind of mm-hmm. helping each other rise above and be better by being together. So that this lovely union created this child and then the child can't know, see them and how much they love mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. if we see the character again, I think it's going to be really important to see what his relationship is like with the rest of his family. If he still has the relationship with Sabine, if he's around, if he ever gets to meet Ezra, who was like, you know, the surrogate son of Kanan and and all these things. I think that that is going to be really interesting to watch and maybe uh, see as he decides if he wants to be a Jedi or not. If he is actually got, because, you know, mom is a badass general fighter pilot, Mm -hmm. you know, that doesn't necessarily need he doesn't necessarily need to be a jedi especially if he grew up around fulcrum maybe you know so like do do all do all jedi children are force sensitive or it's implied that he is Mm. at the end of rebels Uh, we don't know for a fact but i think the, the that epilogue implies heavily that he's got his father's gifts okay but to answer your question no not necessarily. Right. Yeah, because there's a lot of children with force powers whose parents aren't force sensitive. So it doesn't. In the seem Harry to Potter world, that would be called a squib. But... Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Filch. He was mm-hmm. born from magical parents, mm-hmm. but he's a nomad, basically. Yeah. Squib, a squib. So it does happen, but not in the case of Jason. Uh, so yeah, I would, I would be interested, definitely, seeing that story continue, but in a, again, in a, in a, in a loving, in a loving way. Uh, so I want to see him like in a in a positive environment, which kind of seems complicated, especially since reading some of the like books in the post rebels world where Hera is very busy helping build the new the republic rebellion. and yeah. like doing all that stuff. It's kind of like, uh, well, do you are you taking time for your kid? It's like uh, I know you can yeah. do you can do you're a, you're a modern woman. You can do both. I believe in you, but uh, we haven't seen that part of. Her that life. dynamic. So okay. it'd be it'd be interesting to see. I you know because we need we need healthy we need healthy parental relationships. Family relationships. <laughs> yeah. There are definitely many 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 more children because technically every single person in the galaxy was, was a child, child at some point. <laughs> yes. uh, but since they were since they were not shown as children, we obviously will not or did not talk about them because. That would take forever. But I think uh, unless anyone has any other kid they would like to talk about, I think we've covered pretty much all the bases of all the children that we were going to babysit on this uh, on this uh, hopefully youthful and, and, and entertaining episode of The Children of the Force. Children of the Force. I think that's, I think I'm good. That's good. Until next time. Until the Until next baby. Until next Yoda. time. Until- Maybe baby Yoda has a twin. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, we kind of found <laughs> out like, <laughs> in Obi Wan that um he had a brother, so yeah. you know there's there's a much family more members. handsome brother probably. Yeah, the, the brother can have a a kid, and the kid could also be yeah 
there's a lot of potential for some Star Wars children out there. And now that we know that some of them can be raised in loving <laughs> situations, then maybe we'll get more eventually. We don't know. It's There's so much Star Wars. There's so many ways that it could go. So we have no mm -hmm. idea. But some of these children we're still going to be growing up with because they are still children of the shows that we are watching. So it's going to be really interesting to see. And obviously, I will let you know eventually when Marina starts watching Star Wars, if she loves couple, it, because yeah. she has to. <laughs> no pressure. Well, well, um, she'll be the fourth member of the triad, like in maybe and, 10 and years. Come, come October, <laughs> we have to see a Grogu, Marina, at some point. So <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's good. Well, we, we will with, try. With the, parents, with the parents' consent, we can put a picture. We can put a picture <laughs> on the social media. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no blur, blur the blur the face. just so that ears yeah, <laughs> yeah. Baby privacy yeah baby privacy yes uh well i think that is it for today's show we are triad of the force remember to like subscribe follow us anywhere that uh podcast can be found just search triad of the force remember to leave us some comments let us know if you like what we talk about or if you don't it's everything's good shout out again to little baby marina who will not listen to this for years to come but years it doesn't matter or, or, or never perhaps or, or never, never. Yeah, probably. <laughs> just as long as they watch the actual you know star wars content you know <laughs> i guess she buys a t-shirt someday, uh, someday. <laughs> i mean i mean uh, technically we could give the baby a t-shirt already yeah, that's, that's, a, that that's a good point that is a good we point could. yeah we, should. we do we do we do have money Stuff. Yeah, so, yeah 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 ah well until next time <laughs> may the force be with you so